it's important that you don't let those fears dwell in your mind too much because otherwise you won't be able to move forward and i think it's, it's it's important that you understand in yourself what you really are afraid of so that you can tackle it because if you don't understand why you're really scared of something you'll never be able to overcome it Hey everybody, I hope you're all doing well. Welcome to Talking to My Thoughts, where we have open, honest, and raw conversations about, well, our thoughts. The topics will range from anxiety, life goals, relationship, money, work, everything that runs through our head, so you know the possibilities are endless. You're here with Craig Riviere, aka Mr. Positive. You're here with SJ. And Denz. Denzel. Denzel. <laughs> oh my god, man, I'm don't the, know his name. No, stuck here, stuck here. <laughs> we ain't starting again, bruv. This is the guy in the, in the bloopers straight at the beginning, boy. Right, um, yeah, with uh, Denzel, um, aka Dens Create. What? What was that intro, bruv? I'm <laughs> sure mad. Anyway, it's I, don't why you, I don't know why you keep saying SJ as well, man. Don't make people change how you're supposed to be. Bruv, don't anyway, worry let's about get that. Let's get into it. Let's don't get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I, I always <laughs> just refer to you as St. Lucian Simon. Oh, well, there you go. I say light skin Simon. See, that's what I'm saying. There's just confusion all over, bro. Slow peeps, slow peeps. Let's, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, so, yeah. funny enough, today is about something a bit more, a bit tougher. So today we're talking about deepest fears. Ooh, chilly, chilly. Um, I want you to think about what is your deepest fears as well, actually. Like some people don't really kind of get into that sometimes. But for me, that's like a casual conversation thing, like. What is what is fear? We we was like doing this sometimes. Maybe if you don't, don't know what it means, Wikipedia is gonna be our place to go. Never do it through Urban Dictionary. <laughs> so, fear is a feeling induced by perceived danger or threat that occurs in certain types of organisms, which causes a change in metabolic and organ functions. That's the main part of what it talk, talks about. That's quite interesting actually, because already it's talking about chemicals and. Um, real fear in a physical sense but some of the fear that we create in our heads are don't even exist funny enough but mm. we're going to get straight into that anyway what do you lot think about fear anyway I think fear is a it's a figment of your imagination that's in certain times a lot of it's strange because a lot of fear like I, the, the, what I almost immediately think of is like a fear of like for me it's like okay I got a fear of spiders or something like but what am i really afraid of afraid of like i just don't like them in it don't don't come next to me with no spider i don't like no spider it's just part of my imagination that if you bring that next to me i'm gonna die or something like, i don't know yeah. it's crazy but fear is almost like something that you fixate in your mind it's going to happen without it even happening so you're just making it up mm-hmm. that's how I, I that's how i picture fear to be i think the key word uh, is you said fixated a fixation of something and the more you fixate on something, <clears throat> the deeper you get scared of it for some reason. I don't know why it works that way. But for me, I think fear it comes in two things. I think for me, it comes in future and the past. So sometimes when we look into the future, we're fearful of stuff happening, even though it hasn't happened yet. And sometimes when you're looking back to the past, you've been through an experience and now you're, you're kind of scarred. So you're scared that that might happen again at some point. Um, mm. So for me, it's looking 
that's how my fears work. It's either looking towards the future or looking towards the past. So. Mm. I like that. But we ain't going to give away nothing too much. Um, as you know, in talking to my thoughts, we always share, literally us talking to our thoughts, we try to have a pre-recording of us speaking to ourselves um, because how we speak to ourselves is very different to how we speak to others. Um, so basically you'll hear pre-recording from today will be me and Denzel and you will basically be able to hear what our thoughts are about our deepest fears. Um, if you resonate, whichever one it is, yeah, take a close listen and then we'll be sharing what we think about it. So let me kick off with Denzel today. Um, right. Go ahead, my man. Deepest fears. Hmm. I guess for me, deepest fears has probably bounced around a few things. And I'd probably say one of the ones that stand out for me is, is definitely not fulfilling my potential. <clears throat> I feel like God has, has blessed me in a way where, you know, I'm, I'm blessed enough to have all my faculty in, faculties in place. I'm ble blessed enough to currently have, currently have good enough health. Um, I'm blessed enough to have amazing friends and people around me and an amazing mother as well so cool he's taken things away at the same time but he's also left me with more than enough reason why I should be able to reach my full potential and not being able to do that in whatever capacity that actually means um, would be upsetting to me um, I, basically I don't want to waste and I don't want to waste what I've been blessed with or waste what I've been put in a position to be able to achieve so um so I work hard to the point sometimes I kill myself <laughs> like but yeah that would be scary to think that he's allowed he's put me in a position and I've just said basically I don't really care and and I feel like we're kind of put here to be the best kind of versions of ourselves we can be but that's up to us you're, you're, there's people that have been in way worse positions than me, way difficult positions, you know, illnesses, everything like from early in their, in their life and they've still found a way, they've still pushed through, they're still, you know what I mean, they've still had the drive. And for me, a fear would be not fulfilling that, not fulfilling whatever he's put me here to do. So, and then another fear would be, um, I'd say probably he's losing my mama. She's the only parent left that I have, so you know. But I don't want to dwell on those things, not really. But in the back of my mind, that's always been since obviously when I was young, my dad passed away. That was always a thing. It's like, oh, what? He's is is killing mum, like next, like, blah, blah. but you know. Yeah, so I think those two are the things that really sometimes play on my mind, but you can't dwell on things like that, man. You have to just push through in it and be positive about it. Interesting. Uh, <coughs> do you want to go first? Or you want me to pick up? No, I can say a couple of things. Oh. So obviously it's, it's hard to express what your deepest fears are because that shows you your most vulnerable form, I guess, and... and it shows it's not necessarily a weakness, but you are exposing yourself in a way that you wouldn't normally do by expressing your deepest fears. So obviously I appreciate that you've 
you've done that for us today. Um, it's one thing I picked up on is that even at the end, as you was coming to kind of resolve your thoughts, you was almost thinking, okay, well, I acknowledge that these are my fears, but I can't dwell on them. Mm. And I can't let that consume me. And mm. I can't let that be the, be a reason why you, you can't move forward. Mm. And I think that's important. That's, a, that's an important thing for other people to take away is that when we was obviously talking about it originally, fear is just obviously something that's built up in your mind. Mm. And it can get to a point where it does consume you. And it's important that you don't let those fears dwell in your mind too much because otherwise you won't be able to move forward. Yeah, that's true. And I think it's, it's, it's important that you understand in yourself what you really are afraid of mm. so that you can tackle it. Because if you don't understand why you're really scared of something, you'll never be able to overcome it. Mm. That's what true. I think. And I think there's some, <clears throat> some things you, you can't actually tackle because some things are not really in your they're not up to you. Sort mm. of like stuff like that, stuff like life and death. Stuff yeah. like um <clears throat> the other one was not fulfilling potential, but then also that's not always up to you as well. I mean, you can do the best you can while you're here, but then you, you could pass away tomorrow. Mm. And in your mind you'll be like, Oh man, I didn't I didn't get to do this, I didn't get to do that. But that's not up to you. You get it. So in a sense it's it's weird because those things I'm afraid of actually are not in my control. I, I like to Anything that's in my control, I try not to be afraid of because I feel mm. like you do. We all have the power to change, no matter how little we may think of ourselves at that that period of time. If it's in our control to do something, we can tackle it. We yeah. can fix it. But it's it's funny that the things I'm most afraid of actually I have no control over. Mm. So that's why it's probably more scary to me because I actually don't. I can't turn around to say it today, like tomorrow, and say. I'm going to live to like, hey, I'm going to accomplish everything. <laughs> yeah, you get yeah. me? Like, I can't do that. So, yeah. Isn't that always the case though? Just thinking about it isn't always, well, it may not be, but I'm just thinking about it. Our deepest fears are the things that we can't control. Well, The things that we're most afraid of are the things that we have no power over. Oh, I see what you're saying. Lack of control is, is pretty much our fear. And that's why we, there's multiple pieces to interject in that. Let's, let's start with that part. The lack of control is probably some of our deepest fears, um, in all honesty. Um, and <clears throat> this is what makes us do crazy things, which is the reason why it's necessary for you to understand your fear. Because if you don't understand your fear, you'll start to make actions that are to fight against the fear of what you're, you can't control in the first place. So actually you're fighting against nothing, <clears throat> similar to how you started in the beginning saying that it's a figment of your imagination. Um, and the other part of it that is, the particular piece to pick up is fear, worry, anxiety lives in the past and the future. Two times that you cannot control. The past is gone and cannot be changed and the future doesn't even exist. You wasn't given the skill to fortune tell. You was never going to be able to know exactly what was going to happen. So you can't prepare for it and you can't change what's already happened. So actually, if you were to just be again, the whole thing about being very present, where is the fear that right now I have my mom and dad right now I have my friends right now I'm in a good relationship or a good a decent relationship or I'm in a good job do I really need to spend time and my energy fearing something that has um isn't going to happen it hasn't happened yet 
or maybe you're in a good relationship and he's like, oh, I just hope that it doesn't turn out the way that the last one was. Now you're mm. making past takeover or you go to the future and says, oh man, when I'm going to get married, I hope I'm ready. Now you're making this one take over. Now you'll start to, if you, if you make those take over, you'll start to change how, who you're do, what you're doing in the present moment. You start saying, you know what, I'm going to start doing some, like start bringing her flowers and all stuff like that. But can you keep up bringing her flowers all the time? You could have just kept going. It was fine. Mm. Everything was fine when you was in that moment. So why is it now that you're thinking about past and future? Now you're thinking about all these other pieces. So yeah, there's a very close part about all the things that you cannot control, which is especially in the past and future, it's going to cause you to get a bit uneasy and it's going to make you do things a bit crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Particularly about the stuff that you picked up um, that mentioned in your deepest fears. Um, I picked up for like reaching your full potential comparison to other people and then your parents mm. the full potential one deepest fear about reaching full potential i think we bears of us got that 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 fear if anything i was scared of death because of that <clears throat> i was scared of death because we always think we imagine ourselves at a certain age and we've we've come accomplished a lot of things and not until i can let go of the expectation as to who i believe i was supposed to become was i able to stop seeing that death is actually something that's scary if you think of it, death is, comes whenever it wants to come. You understand what I'm saying? You can't control that. We don't know when it will happen. Um, God forbid any anytime soon. But the biggest fear is not, not death itself, but what you don't get to do before you die. Regret, isn't it? There we go. Regret, yeah. But again, God blesses us with a day, every single day, to just pick up yourself, live your life, and do the most that you can. If you said that you've done everything you can today, what else is there? There's nothing more. Mm. There's nothing more of yourself. This potential thing is again uh, something that we doesn't exist yet. Doesn't it? the potential of who? Like who? Who told you you're going to be this person? You just assume that you are because you're fabricating it. Mm. And then let me not take too long, but in the sense of the parents' part, <laughs> I think we all got that fear. Mm. It's a piece of us. It's a massive piece of us. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, you had you had lost your dad, and that was probably obviously a, a difficult time for you. Mm. And then now you have away one more parent. Mm. Like rah. I just, I just need to put everything into them now. <laughs> you understand mm. what I'm saying? And it's a beautiful thing because, as you said, face your fear. Mm. Simon said, face your fear. And that is, um, when you can do that, it means that actually, I don't need to make this fear control me and bring me down. Mm. Actually, I can make it power me and say, you know what? I've got all this time. I've got this energy. Let me put more into mum and do as much as I can. <clears throat> give more. Not because I'm trying to, accompl- like, to compensate for anything, mm. but because... I have the ability to. Mm. So there's there's this thing about facing it, but we'll get straight into the next one, which is gonna be a voice recording from me, and we ain't gonna waste no time. (laughs) My deepest fear. (laughs) What a question that one is, isn't it? Instantly, when I think about deepest fears, I actually think about losing some of my loved ones. I think that's like quite a common one, but one of them is losing my loved ones. My parents especially, they're literally like my my best friends, my heart and my soul, my, my, like my everything. Like some people don't have their parents in their life. Some people lost their parents along the way. And to me, like despite how positive I can be sometimes, I lost them. I don't even know what I'll do, where I'll be, who I'll be. I don't know if I could still be Craig, Mr. Positive or whatever it is. Yeah, my deepest fear is definitely losing my parents. 
It's a hard one to swallow, hard one to adjust to, <clears throat> a hard one to, to deal with. But you have to, right? You always have to just keep moving on. That's what I tell other people. Well, I don't tell them to move on. I tell them to absorb it, feel it. But then use it. Use that, use that pain, use that energy that you have. And don't think of them just in death, but think of them about their life, how they impacted you, things that they taught you. Keep it going. They'd want you to be happy, right? But boy, that one is a hard one to swallow. <clears throat> My other deepest fears. My fears used to be about not reaching where I think I'm supposed to be. Either be marriage or having family and kids. Like, I'm my only child, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I want to have some kids. Quite a big family as well. Funny coming from someone that's the only child and never actually wished for any brothers and sisters. But I do want my own family. Extend the family tree on my side, you know? I do fear dying too early. Well, what is too early? I don't know when my time is. God forbid it's any time sooner than when I have kids, but... I can't take away the fact that it is a fear. Obviously, I'm being very raw with myself, very honest. This is something that comes up in my head and it is a fear. But we move, you know? It's not, you don't dwell on the things, you don't dwell on the future, you don't dwell on the past, you just live as present as you can. And that's the more the reason why you just need to not live your life with restrictions. Life is too short sometimes to be worrying and having fear or trying to control or change the past you're wasting your energy you deserve to give yourself 100% of yourself you deserve to allow yourself to fall in love to fall into relationships and friendships and with other people you deserve to give yourself that which is why it's always necessary for you to be very present and live very openly great you know that, right? Be present, be open, be loving. Don't be, a, don't act like you have to do everything on your own. When you can do that, you don't have to live with any fears. You wake up, you thank God for where you are, what you've been given, and another blessed day and energy. You go to sleep and tell God, I gave you everything I had. So I hope you did, I did you proud. Thank you. <laughs> Bless. It's interesting. There's very, there's a lot of similar things that come up there. Mm. It almost, they almost mirrored each other in the way that even the way you said it as well, the mm. first things you talked about was like loss. Mm. And then you was talking about you being a bit more present and then not dwelling on it as well. Mm. It's, it's, it's interesting how we have those similar fears, um, especially when it comes to losing people around us. Mm. And when you're talking about not fulfilling your potential as well. <clears throat> my, I mean, I just want to chuck in my little bit there as well, actually, but I, I probably have those similar fears, but more so my deepest fear isn't about having any loss externally anyway but being being lost within myself and not being 
accepted or being relevant. Essentially, we're all thinking about the end game where we pass away. What did we fulfill? What happened? And my fear is that it's going to come to a point where whether I pass away today, tomorrow, in 20 years time, I did nothing that was relevant and no one cares. And everyone just moves on. on. They have a funeral, bye-bye, and they just forget about (laughs) it. That's That's that's, that's, That's deep. Powerful, you're telling me that and I'm like it's so it's so deep it just got me I can't do that in my life I can't do that in my life it's like, it's like bro, damn shame like, what? no but for me it's like bro. you're brought into this world yeah there's no guarantee that you're gonna you can't you're not gonna live forever yeah. so you gotta think about your purpose what are you doing on this earth while you're here yeah. if imagine it comes to a point where you live and you die and it's almost like you was non-existent. Bruv. What was the point of you being born? That's mad. That's my fear. That's my fear. That's actually that mad. I went through all of this time being on this earth, died, and I and nothing happened, bruv. And everyone just kept moving on with their life. Can Who I... was that guy again? What was his name? Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, talking yeah, about me. Oh, oh, oh. So Simon Simon? What? Oh, yeah, nah. Yeah. Mm. I, I just want to quickly interject while you just said that. I mean, that's, it's so mad that you said that, yeah, because I'm just like, oh, that is so deep. And actually, I do, I really do think, I, th- I think that's a lot of our fears as well. I think that's also the same reason we both said about the, he's also, you know, I want to have a family because mm, mm. it's going to mean stuff to more people as well. And I, I said, I want to accomplish, like, a, I want to do what God's laid out for me because that will impact and leave something behind yeah, when yeah. I leave. That would that would mean my my purpose was fulfilled and yeah. stuff like that. It's it's mad the it's mad the way you said it because I also on the flip side of that, I also think <clears throat> you already you already do mean a lot to people who are actually here now, currently now. Your your missus, mm. your kids, your friends, your family. I think so I already I already think in that sense you it's something that I think we we all don't necessarily need to worry about again. As we, going back to yeah, saying it's, yeah. it's a fabrication, isn't yeah. it? Because if you if you ask, you know, any of those people, how much does Simon mean to you? They'll probably be like, he means the world to me. Mm. He means everything to me. So if you was to, you know, there's no wood here for me to touch, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> but <laughs> unfo- if the unfortunate case of events happen, I don't ever think that's actually that actually is should be a fear yeah. and I, I don't think it should be a fear for all of us because i feel like we all mean probably the world to somebody mm-hmm. here or, or, or some people so yeah but yeah it's still it's it's, it's mad because even though i'm saying that now i think the exact same yeah i think the exact same as you so. yeah i've had that same kind of um, thought as well um kind of got past it though mm. i think as time as, as as people you start to allow people to just share their thoughts about how you change their day, their world, whatever it is. <clears throat> I'll give you two pieces on that. So the first piece is obviously, because I know Simon personally, family's connected and things like that. And I've been around him when he's with his family and the whole family and especially Simon is very family orientated in itself. So again, as Denzel said, if you start your family members, boom, like, yo, if I was to go, would you miss me? They'll mm. be like, are you dumb fam? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you've done a lot mm. and your family orientation is the love is, is, is limitless that you've given to your family and the stuff that you do and the way you bring your friends together and the stuff that you interject and the, the, the positivity, energy, etc. 
Now, ben, then you went on to the other part where you say about fabrication. Now, this, again, funny how we... I didn't think that Phil was going to be related to fabrication for this whole podcast. But actually, this is, the, this is what fear is. The fabrication of the fact of what we think we're supposed to be doing in this world. Mm. Because the reason why we think that we're not making an impact or doing something, again, is because of comparison. Because if it was just you and your family and you just living it up and loving and stuff like you didn't see no social media or media or any other families or any other people, you wouldn't be saying that. You're comparing it to what other people are doing, impacts people are making, people, the way that people are interjecting. Because if you were to say, oh, do I do everything for my family? You'd probably say, yeah. You give everything, everything that you can to your kids? Yeah. Everything to the, the, your parents? Yeah. What more is there? You understand? So this is, the, this is that, that case. And I, I even I've recognized that myself. This is why I, kept, I told you in the end of the, the thing, I, I just said, God, I just thank God for waking me up and giving me the energy I have. And if I can say at the end of the day that I used everything I had to the best of my ability. So this thing about the whole fear fabrication is, is so true to me. Like you, there's, there's cases where you've changed people's worlds, your, your, your family, your, your kids and stuff like that. But the key part I want to tell people is that Often we want to be in this world and we want to change the world because we see a lot of people doing great things and a lot of doing opening crazy doors and all stuff like that. But if you was simply to able to give yourself completely to even one person, you don't know how that much that will change their world. We're too busy trying to change the entire world, but it actually just starts with one person. Need it be your child, one friend that asks you for help, being present with your parents, saying, you know what, today I'm going to spend time with you. Today I'm going to be with you. That changes everything for them. You don't know how that kind of ripple effects onto their day. And then it ripples effects onto their week. And then they, they take this same good mood and they bring it onto their colleagues. Then they start talking to their friend. And then all of a sudden, if you was actually to see where your energy went from the origin of you to how many people it went, you actually realize, rah, I've actually reached corners of the world that we, I didn't even imagine. But just because we don't see it in photography and all these um, social media and all the stuff like that we just don't think we're changing anything but we are changing something if we can just simply be ourselves completely and be very present with that person right there and reason why i say this i won't go on too long but the reason why i particularly say being present with that person is because there's so many times a friend will say yo i got a bit of a problem with, at work or something and then we'll be like we're busy we just i don't know we're doing something i don't know we'll, we'll think about podcasts it's like, oh, i'll get to you a bit in a, in a bit but the podcast could have waited, like it was like it was gonna it was, it was could have waited for a couple of weeks or something like that. At that time, that person came to you to ask you for help. Now, if you just said you paused it and you said, "All right, I'm listening to you. What's going on? What's popping?" Then you gave them some reassurance. When they went back to work, all of a sudden their whole perspective has changed about work. They're doing great things again. They're doing great work. They're they're helping other people. They they're sharing that energy with other people just because you was present at that moment, not thinking about what you have to do in the future. But you said, you know what? Cool. I'm gonna give you my time, my full attention, right here, right now. That is changing their world, which actually changes the world as a ripple effect. So, and I think that's something that we forget a lot of the time, and that's something that I try to. I always go back to this whole thing about being present, trying to just be in the moment. You understand what I'm saying? Just be right there. Like sometimes you meet your friends and you're, like, you're too busy taking selfies and stuff. But actually, you just feel like, like, what's going on with you? What's popping? What's, what's really happening in your life? And those things to do that, it not only does it help you, but it helps them. Almost knocked over the mic there. <laughs> but it helps them, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's my, that's my take on that. That's how I've kind of taken, like, come away from the, I don't, I'm not too scared of death anymore. And I'm not too scared of, um, how am I going to change the world? Especially as me on social media or Mr. Positive, 
it was always like, oh, how's my videos impacting people? How's it going to do this? And da, da, da. like, how many people are reaching, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I had videos, I posted sometimes the same message in January and I posted the same message in July. They didn't say anything in January, but in July, they needed that. So whenever I can just be present and just give up what I have at the time of what I've been given, just, that's, what we, that's, what we, that's what we was brought on this earth to do. We don't need to put this kind of fabricated fear of ourselves of what we're supposed to mm. be. But yeah, that's my part. I have a quick thing just to say quickly on that is <clears throat> I don't I don't necessarily think fear of death is a bad thing, you know, because when I was younger and as I said, when, after my dad passed away, at that point, before that, I didn't even think about death, but when that happened, I then went into a state of rah man don't care no more. Like I mm. like I can yeah. go out and beef and war anyone. Like if I if I <clears throat> if I get shanked or whatever, if I die, I'll go meet my dad. You feel me? Like, and I was in a state of like nothingness in terms of like, I no longer really was holding on to anything in this, in this world. I was just like, I was fearless in, in, in a sense. Mm. <clears throat> but then as I grew up and I grow older and I made connections, I made friends, I made, uh, I was doing stuff with myself. I ran into opportunities. I was taking opportunities. I was finding a path um, and I was seeing how, how much I meant to other people. Mm. I then, it then reversed. It then I, I went, it, it kind of went, oh no, actually, I, I can't leave. I, I don't want to go anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's, there's things for me here. There's things I can impact. There's people I can help. There's things that I have to do. And then I, I went back into the state of actually, no, you know, actually it's not my time yet, you know. Like, <laughs> hey, God, allow me a little bit longer, you know, because now I'm in a state of, yeah, I'm fearful to go because of all these connections I've made, because of all these things I'm doing. I don't, and so when I look at it, I'm not necessarily, I don't necessarily think it's such a bad thing. I actually think to to fear not being here is actually slightly good. Not, not to the point it consumes you and like you can't come out of your house because you're like, rah, what if I trip over and bust my head open? Like, mm. Not like that, but to have a slight fear of, not going means you're hanging on to something and means you're, there's actual energy here <clears throat> and people here or opportunity and things here that you could be in love with and that makes you feel alive and you want to feel alive mm. that much longer and hold on to that. I was actually going to say that, you know, not in those specific words, but I was actually <laughs> going to say that fear shouldn't be considered as anything negative. Mm. I think fear can be used as a tool to help elevate whatever you need to elevate in your life so a lot of the times as you, as an example of when you was you're fearful of falling over you're fearful of this mm. that fear allows you to then anticipate something mm. and then protect yourself from it so it's not necessarily that fear is consuming you to the point where it's like oh, i can't go outside because i might hurt myself yeah, yeah but it's like because of that fear you're then protecting yourself a little bit more and that's almost then stopping you from being as risky as you would be yeah. in, in order to protect yourself. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a, about negative, that fear is, okay, it's consuming you, it's a bad thing yeah, because yeah. fear can be used as a tool to help you to then move forward with your That's life. That's a good point. To, to bring it right back to the beginning of the podcast, Wikipedia explains fear as a way that we will, it gives us like a, a physical effect. Now this is something that's built into us. Mm. So fear is an emotion, a real emotion, something that is very valid and not something that was supposed to be squandered or ignored mm. because it has real effects mm. when uh i don't know um a zebra sees a lion or something like that yeah, they, yeah. they know survive caution yeah. go be survive when mm. a, a i don't know when the cavemen first burn their hand on the first piece of fire mm. they know they shouldn't do that and that gets passed on mm. 
fear is a level of protection, but again, perception is everything. Like, okay, I got fear about death or I got fear about losing my loved ones. That means actually, instead of making it consume me and just keep fearing death and like not going up because I don't want to hurt myself, actually, let's change it on his head and say, you know what? While I'm on this earth, I'm going to give everything I have, mm-hmm. do everything I can because mm-hmm. they mean that much to mm-hmm. me. You understand what I'm saying? So then when you do on your, go on your deathbed, you're not going to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that I didn't give you the mm-hmm. time I should have and I shouldn't have been so scared to love you. You, you know, you just say, you just say, you know what, I love you so much. I'm, I gave you everything I had and I'm happy that I did that. You understand? Because sometimes what happens is, especially losses, it'll just, it'll close us off. It's like, I can't love you because actually that's just gonna, I'm just scared to even lose you mm. when you look at death in a different way. The other side, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, that's my part to that. If we guess, wow. turn it back to that. Yeah. Very quickly. I'm not, yeah, I, no, I'm go on, no, no, I don't <laughs> want to take too much time. But just as you said that, it made me actually think about, um, fear of relationships you know like when mm. people are like oh, i don't know if i could <laughs> it's kind of ties into a, a past podcast that you've done but trust i don't know if i could trust that person or i feel like i'm scared to to get involved with that person maybe through messing up maybe because they might leave me maybe because i've experienced loss before and i don't want to lose them but then you're blocking your blessings because then that fear doesn't allow you to then actually experience love experience you know one of the highest forms of of emotion here Mm. and i just literally as you just touched on if you flip it on your head it's all about perspective you could actually say well well, like i haven't experienced love in the deepest form before so if i just let go and if i just kind of let go of my fears and, and and jump into the deep end no matter if it lasts a year no matter if it lasts six months 10 years 20 years when it comes to your deathbed, you could say, "Raw, man, experience love in the highest form." You know, like mm. I'm, 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 I'm a blessed, I'm blessed to be able to have have been here and experienced that because some people go through the entire life and, and don't actually experience that. So there's, that's another thing. What's that saying? It's um, better to have loved than lost than never to have exactly. loved at all. Or yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That's the same, bro. That was a tongue twister. I'm glad. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you got that. I was saying it in my head. I was saying it in my head a couple of times before I actually said it out loud. Still. That is, that is, yeah, it's mad. I think that was that's a key part. Actually, I had the screenshot from something I saw, and it said, um, "There's there is conditional love and there's unconditional love. One limits the mind, and the other sets it free." Mad. And the conditional love, as you can relate already, mm. being fearful, doing things that you say, nah, because of fear, mm. it's fabrication. I can't, I can't do this. I can't go all in. Actually, God, God or you, you've been blessed with life, whatever, was, was always to go all in. It mm. was always 100%. So mm. you better be unconditional because then you're going to be really free. Mm. As you said, when you, you're on your deathbed, you said, yeah, I gave you everything. And you could be happy about that, be proud about that. And they, can, and they will feel it. Yeah, yeah. Like they ain't going to be like, no, you could have given the squeeze a little bit more on <laughs> yeah. your deathbed, you know, disrespect. But yeah. they're going to be like, no, you did. And they're going to remember that. And you think that's not going to change the world. Yeah, maybe you wasn't on TV. Maybe you, wasn't in, maybe you only had five people that actually really knew you like that. But that five people will take that for the rest of your life with, mm. into other people. And yeah, you don't see it, but you're not supposed to. It's not about your ego getting ticked off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I did yeah. the right thing, actually. True. You just let it, you just do what you said you are capable of doing and let it take the ripple effect mm. where it needs to go. I like that. Powerful yeah. today, powerful. Cheese. So yeah, let's. Um, I think I gave my little piece on that already. Of the. Oh, sorry. 
um, just because I, I wrote it down, I'd never got to ask you because we kind of like went yeah. to yours, then went to Simon's. Cool. <clears throat> wrote it down. Yeah, so one of the big things you touched on about losing your parents and you said, I don't know. I found this really interesting. I don't know if I'll still be Craig if I lost him. Mm. What did you mean by that? So for me, it's interesting that I still hold that fear because as I told, I've said in other podcasts before, I was very close to my parents. Mm. Oh, I'm still close to my parents. Sorry, that the circle of trust is only me and them. And also at the same time, the things you learn, the things you do, the, the attributes, the skills, everything that you have is, and personality is a mixture of them two. So when you start to step out of the nest, you could say, even though I stepped out of the nest ages ago, mm. but when you start to step out of the nest and start to have your own beliefs, your own culture, your own way of doing things, um, then you start to create a, a person that's of your own, mm. in a sense. You have influence from them, but it's of your own. So when I say that, like losing my parents, in a sense, they are pieces of me. Like I'm always like half, half with them. Mm. It's inside of me, in a sense. So if I lost them, it just feels like that, a piece of me died, mm. in a sense. Like when I think about where my safe haven is, my piece is them. So it feels like if I don't have that, like one of them is missing, we could be in the room and you know, just one person is missing and you know, you know what that kind of feels like. It would just be like a bit of emptiness. Mm. But then that, then it came on to the other part, which said, but a person always lives. You don't think about them in their death of their being gone, but you think about them continuing anyway, like mm. especially from other past people that have passed away. You don't think about their memory and oh, they're dead in the ground. You think, mm. no. What did they do? What would they be doing? What joke would they make right now? Yeah, yeah. You understand? But it doesn't mean that because that fear is that that fear lives in me. Mm. Parents mean a lot to you, and it's it's hard to ever get to a point where you could just say, "Yeah, it's fine. it's it's fine." And mm. I guess, but these things you're not so again <coughs> the the want to even say that it's going to be fine is actually down to the fact of your ego trying to just tick off the box of trying to control mm. what's going to happen in the future, but you have no control, mm. and you just have to accept that. Which means, again, use the energy not to think about the future and prepare yourself for something you can't control. But be, be back in the present. And when you do meet up with them, every time that they come down to England or every time I go to St. Lucia, I'm being very present with them. Extremely present because I love them that much. Mm. So you fear the, the fear that of you losing them, take that and then put it into being very present and very in the moment with them and giving everything that you have with the time that you have. Good yeah, cool. All right. Well, I guess my food for thought to kind of wrap it up is um kind of something that I, I stand by i guess and then just understanding that fear shouldn't be negative fear is a tool fear is something that you can use to your advantage and it's okay to be afraid mm. in certain circumstances because i still don't like spiders so me i ain't gonna <laughs> spiders, ain't but um even that that's something i guess i could overcome if i really wanted to yeah. Mm. But I, I just ain't messing with no spiders. I'm just like, I ain't messing with no spiders. Um, but yeah, it's a tool that you can use to then help push yourself forward. So always think of fear as something which is useful. If you're not afraid of something, then I almost think that is there something wrong? Like, what are you? Not, what is missing that you're not afraid of anything? Mm. I don't know. It makes you think a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. that's how I feel. I think my two cents would be something that probably. I knew, but I got to focus on a bit more while being here was perspective. Like, it's, of course, you can be fearful of something and you're always thinking maybe in the worst case scenario, but maybe sometimes <coughs> use that fear and flip it and be like, cool, right, this is what I'm scared of. But on the other side of it, it hasn't happened. 
I haven't gone through that. So right now, right today, right here today, let me use the energy I have. Um, instead of being fearful with it, let me use it and actually be positive with it. Let me go all in. As, as Craig said earlier, you give 100%. We was, we're put here to give 100%. Let me use it that way and see how it, how it works for me. And, and um, you might live a, a more fuller life rather than a, a glass half empty sort of life. That makes sense. <clears throat> so that's their food for thoughts as you know we want to hear from you man what is your deepest fears what is the, what 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 triggers you sometimes what do you or are you scared of and do you think it lives in the past or the future um and we want to hear it man in the video voice note text email anything anywhere you want to share it we're here to listen here to respond and maybe even share to other people but thank you again for listening to us. Hope you enjoyed it. It was a pleasure. Um, as you know, it's Craig Rivier and Mr. Positive. SJ. It's Denzel, aka Denz Creates. Got it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> this is Talking to My Thoughts. And we out. Peace. See Less. ya.